Alright, let's fucking kick this fucking mule. Got my timer set for 25 minutes because that's the only amount of time that my camera will record up to. But let's go ahead and get this fucking show on the road. Squish that cat. Welcome to the Alicat Podcast. I am your host, Najib Gypsy Lihalva. Um, as of right now, I do not have a co-host, but I will have one soon. Um, coming to you live, straight from uh, Long Beach, California, at an undisclosed location. Um, <laughs> this is the third time I've tried th- uh, shooting this fucking pilot because I keep fucking it up. Um, I don't like the way it comes out, but third time's a charm. Fuck my feelings. Doesn't matter how this fucking podcast comes out or where it goes. I'm going to go ahead and just fucking put it out there. In all its raw, rawness and integrity that I hope for it to have. Um, let's go ahead and see if we have any emails real quick. I doubt it because... People don't really check up on my shit. <clears throat> but yeah, um, I'm hoping to have a Q&A section uh, eventually, so I'm going to go ahead and um, going to go ahead and plug that right now. If if you have any questions you would like to ask me, if you would like to for me to give you really horrible advice, uh, please send your emails to the Alley Cat Podcast at gmail.com now that's the alley cat podcast at gmail.com without an e unfortunately when i was setting up the gmail account for this i forgot to add the e and i thought it'd make it more original um i mean i'm a huge fan of uh comedy i'm a huge fan of a comedian um like uh his name is uh sasha bear cohen oh yeah see no emails it's just amazon saying that my payment was declined and that they're canceling my orders and it could things from tiktok so yeah please send us emails here at at the alley cat podcast um let's see uh i also have a phone number for voicemails that's going to be 310-629-7766 go ahead and just leave us your voicemails uh whether you want to tell us something funny you want to tell us a joke you want to ask me a question um Again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a life coach or anything. I have nothing but really bad advice to give you guys. But, you know, it's a a segment that I would like to have on here. Um, Speaking of which, uh, the origins of the Alley Cat podcast kind of just comes from my own love of podcasts that I listen to. Like, honestly, I don't even watch TV anymore. I just kind of just sit, you know, whatever I'm doing, I'm listening to a podcast. And it's usually like your mom's house. Or the Honeydew with Ryan Sickler, uh, Tiger Belly, Bad Friends. <laughs> I could go on and on and on. But I thought I'd fucking try my own stab at it because, um, you know, in, in the 25, 26 odd years that I've lived here on this planet Earth type of thing, I've encountered a lot of interesting cats, as they say encounter a lot of interesting people and i feel like they have a story to tell as as do i and the name alley cat kind of just comes from the fact that you know i used to just hang out in an alley just by myself drinking beers and listening to podcasts i like cats you know i prefer them over dogs you know but i love all animals but i prefer cats over dogs 
Um, so I think that would be a good thing. You know, that and I just recently watched the uh, the uh, cartoon from uh, it wasn't Hanna-Barbera or Warner Brothers. It was it was probably Hanna-Barbera before Tom and Jerry. It must have been like a what do they call it? A um, a spinoff of Tom and Jerry. I just watched it about this little it's basically Lady and the Tramp, but with cats. So about this little alley cat that tries to seduce this really rich cat and, you know, they fall in love in the end and it's a nice story. As of right now, I don't have any sponsors, but I do have a special thanks and shout out for um, Gotta Leaf. It's an exotic plant store here in, in North Long Beach. Um, the owner or one of the co-owners, his name is Thomas. He um, he was so uh, graceful enough to uh, gift me that camera that I'm shooting this out of. It's a, it's a nice little Nikon camera that, unfortunately, not unfortunately, it's just you got to understand the gimmick of every single little camera. Um, it's a uh, it's just a regular photo camera, and so for video, it only shoots 30 minutes at a time. So I got to set a timer so that you know I can get to the next thing. Um. So yeah, brought to you by Gotta Leaf. Um, hopefully someday I get some sponsors. If you would like to sponsor the show or would like to get a shout out, again, send your emails to the podcast at gmail.com or send them directly to us on Instagram. Um, I think as of, as of right now, I have an Instagram set up. I have a Twitter set up. And I think I should be getting Facebook set up soon. But who the fuck uses Facebook anymore, right? So... I guess to kind of just start things off, I mean, what did I do today? I got up right around like 9 o'clock. I don't know. I didn't check what time it was. And I went down actually to Gotta Leaf because I'm actually working on a mural for them. Um, it's a diagram of specific uh, plants that they sell with these big old leaves and shit. And so I've been working on it for the past few days. And um, I hope it'll be a good way for me to promote my art, which is what I do besides this podcasting thing. Because um, I know the, for the the audience that I'm going to first have is people that already know me, uh, that I do art, I do music. I've tried stand-up comedy. Even though I bombed, I find it fucking hilarious, and I, should, I know I should probably go through with it someday. I just need to write better jokes and find more relatable things to talk about. Um... Uh, do I have any upcoming events? Um, let's see, the release of this podcast on YouTube is an open mic April 1st at Gotta Leaf. They're doing a poetry open mic, and I found a bunch of bullshit poetry I wrote in high school for my fucking English class, and I'll just pull that in my ass and just do my best to fit in, because last time I played that, not played it, but the last time I participated in that open mic, I was the only music act there at a poetry open mic which which i've done open mics before and they're usually just actual open mics instead of just poetry mics as i'd like to call them is like you can go up there for um music you get two songs if you do stand-up comedy or poetry it's 10 minutes i feel like it's a pretty solid gig you know and i like it when there's a variety of people it kind of it kind of just gives everybody exposure gives everybody a different taste and a flavor but when you go to a poetry open mic and 
you know, I like to play punk rock acoustic songs and stuff, and I had to play them, you know, indie style, but it's fine. It's fucking fine. Whatever gives me a chance to play up on stage, and that's what I really care about. Um, see, so I got that going on, the mural. I'm hoping to get some guests soon. Yeah, I'm hoping to get some guests soon. I got some people that said that they're willing and down to, to, to be on the podcast, but I might have to do them through Zoom. Or um, I'll see if I can find a venue. I'm hoping I can get an office space someday. Cause hold on, let me check my. What do you want? Instagram. I mean, I don't have to check my phone, but it's my fucking podcast, so blow me. Oh, it's my friend Andrew. Yeah, I'm alright. I'll text him back later. It's not important. I mean, he is important to me, but this can wait. Um. April, April Fools. I got some other artwork I need to work on. Jose said that he bails out, so I'm not going to do his portrait. And I have Domenio, who hasn't given me a deposit, so I'm not going to fucking do his artwork. I have this cool mic, which I could probably use to start recording music with. Um... And this is about it. I mean, I think I got a library book due. And since I now got a bus pass, um, cause I, <laughs> we'll talk about that story later. Apart from the fi- fact that I can't legally drive, um, it's not because of my eyesight; it's because of other things. Um, I just rather not. Fucking a man. I buy a bus pass, and I don't have to worry about gas, registration, maintenance. I can drink as much as I want, just catch a bus ride home, and somehow get home safe. I don't have to worry about DUIs and shit. It's convenient. I find it very fucking convenient. Just plan ahead. And that, that, that last case scenario, get a, get your Ubers, you know what I'm saying? Because you don't want a DUI, baby. There's a lot of samples I could use, but they all come from your mom's house, and I don't want them to think I'm ripping them off, even though... I kind of am. Um, oh, fuck. Some good beer. But, yeah, I'm painting all day. Listening to, I was listening to Joey Diaz and Ryan Sickler. Well, it kind of just sums up my day. I mean, I think I did speak a little bit about the origins of this podcast, but I got sidetracked, and so... What I really would like to do with this podcast is um, it's to highlight the lowlights of different people that I've met because they all got a story. Whether it's the guy that works at the meat market from down the street from my parents' house or the girl at the flower shop down the street or like the homeless guy that hangs out at the liquor store. They all got their stories and, and I'd really like to interview them and see what led them up to this point, you know. Have them be vulnerable and maybe shed light on, on things that most people don't see in their day-to-day lives. You know, because I, I know I got my own fucking stories to say and, you know, you'll come to meet them eventually. But there's a lot of times where I've had conversations with people where we're just hanging out and we're riffraffing and jokes are being cracked and then. 
eventually we'll kind of just slow things down and actually talk about something vulnerable and it's like excuse me damn dude like that would have been awesome for a podcast and like i said i just want to emulate the people i look up to and it's not just comedians it's just comedy has been the the latest thing that i would like to venture into because obviously my my art career goes nowhere because i'm inconsistent my music career (laughs) has failed because uh well it's not just you know the rampant alcoholism it's also just the fact that you know it's hard to maintain a band it's also hard to um find other musicians to jive with and i've tried doing the whole session musicianship but you gotta have the equipment and i don't i mean let's see what do i got right now i got a saxophone that i just finished repairing or not repairing uh getting set up which i still try to play every day i got a fucking five dollar guitar about at the swamp meet base that is in mind that i gotta return to their owners and one of those little mpk minis but i can never get the fucking software to work right not on my last computer but on this one i haven't tried yet mostly because there's not enough data for me to download not data not enough ram not enough space on the ram for me to uh use like GarageBand or pro tools and even then i can't even afford that bullshit i can't even use fruity loops or reaper but hey, we're starting from the ground up here. Look, I bought this piece of shit mic. Not e- no, not piece of shit. It's actually pretty decent. I bought this fucking mic from Amazon. This lamp I've already had from when I used it at um, for art and stuff. This laptop. It's a refurbished tablet computer. Two hundred bucks. And that compute and that fucking video camera that was donated to me. I see. Secret muy hardcore. Fuck, it's those type of drivers that I really hope get fucking wrapped around a tree. By the way, I'm recording next to a window next to a very busy street. So if you hear traffic in the background, uh, <laughs> fucking donate money to... Uh, maybe I should upload the deleted, the deleted sessions on Patreon and have people pay me for them. That way I can get an office space. But, I don't know. In due time, I just want to get this fucking episode out there and start having guests and just get this fucking, get get people talking in the alley, you know? Um, a little bit about me. Hold on, this is going to take a moment. move that this way there we go um let's let's start from the beginning um check the time we got about 10 minutes let's let's fucking riff for another 10 minutes so that i can reset the camera and then actually ramble on for 25 minutes about my life and be a total narcissist um, I mean, all I can really say is I'm from Long Beach. I grew up in Paramount. Uh, for a while, we lived in Compton. So, you know, I've seen parts of the ghetto, but not the ghetto ghetto. So, when I go to like downtown Long Beach, L.A., Hollywood, 
I really feel like a fish out of water because of all those really... And this has become my new favorite word. You can ask the guys at, at Gotta Leaf about it. Like, it's really fucking gentrified. Like, the fuck? Paying five, seven dollars for a cup of coffee? Like, I get it. You're paying for the lights. You're paying for the service and shit like that. But fuck. And I'm not talking about Starbucks either. I'm talking about those independent coffee shops. It's organic, man. Whatever. Fucking blow me. Mm. Fuck it. We'll take a message from our sponsors and we'll come right back. Turns out, the camera has died. And I probably didn't hear it. Fuck it, let's turn on the camcorder. Or not the camcorder, the, uh, what do they call it? The, um, the camera on this fucking computer. We can fix it in post. Alright, let me get a timestamp on this shit. Camcoder Gypsy, we're looking at 17 minutes and 46 seconds. Start again. 17 minutes and 54 seconds. Let's leave it alone. Alright? Stop pressing buttons. This is why I need a producer. I need a producer. It's gonna look like shit, but fuck it. It's the do-it-yourself punk rock attitude that I was looking for. You could hear all the movement. I was thinking about making this podcast an hour and a half long, but I'll probably just make it long enough to where I could kill that beer and fix it in post. Because there's not really much for me to talk about. Like, I'll just give you a quick story leading me up to this point. Quick summary. Um, I mean, I was born in Corona, California to two Mexican immigrant parents. My my dad went to school to be a stockbroker and dropped out a semester before he was supposed to graduate. My mom that I know of was just, uh, she just finished high school and then she got knocked up when she came here to the United States. My dad worked construction, my mom went to school for cosmetology, and I was kind of just, you know, going to school, doing normal kid shit. Mm, right before my, because I have a kid sister, right before my kid sister was born, I do remember them arguing a lot because my father was a, uh, was, is, will be um, a rampant alcoholic, but luckily he was never abusive. I mean, they would get into arguments, but... It never got physical, it was just yelling, a lot of yelling, especially on my mother's part, because she was the disciplinarian one, and he wasn't. Um, you know, things would fall apart, eventually they would have my sister, who's eight years younger than me, and I think my sister 
see, they got divorced when my sister was about eight months years old. And, um, and my dad will leave when she's about two. And ever since then, she never really grew up with him. I did for a bit, and I, res- and I am, to be honest, I totally resent him, but it's fine. He's dead to me. When he dies, I'm just going to fucking cremate him. I won't throw his ashes in a river. I'm not that heartless, but, you know, he's not getting a full funeral out of me. As for my mother, uh, she got herself up by the bootstraps and, you know, she worked for another uh, beauty salon, uh, cosmetology place for a long while. And eventually she got her own joint, which is right here in Long Beach. And I've always admired her for that, for being a single mother with two kids, you know, providing for for the two kids and then eventually um having her own business it's, it takes a lot of fucking balls for that um for the most part my childhood was cool i mean spending the weekends with my cousins my uncles you know fucking there was a lot of i was very much a curious kid i like playing with bugs and fucking uh a lot of drawing, a lot of music things. Never really got into... I mean, I did like cars and shit as a kid, but I never got into like mechanic or construction or anything like that. None of the manly shit. Um, school was okay. I mean, I was able to make friends. I did get bullied in elementary school by this kid, but he was just an asshole. Elementary school, middle school, same thing. Met some really good friends that I'm still have that I try to still have contact with. High school, same thing. I was in a band. I was in orchestra and in band, art and shit like that. College just ended up dropping out. I got a DUI and I just never returned back to school. But I mean, what's much to say? I was just the the guy that went from click to click saying hi what's up in the morning went through my routine tried to fit in with wherever i could and eventually i did find my little ball of misfits and we'd fucking we'd start a shitty little band named empire after our drummer's really crappy drum set that would always fall apart like not even past the first song but you know it's just a bunch of kids doing stupid shit we'd play our really bad covers of metallica and pantera and misfits and then go out for pizza later i mean those are the fucking days man but that's childhood as an adult i mean i guess i've had my fucking dead-end jobs that i quit or get fired from uh school i mean i went to college at cal state long beach for drawing and painting and I thought I was hot shit in, in high school because I was like, oh, yeah, I could pump out drawings once a week, you know? Boom, boom, boom. Once I get to college, it's like, nah, there's there's actual structure to this thing and it takes forever to fucking paint a face, you know? But it did really help improve my art and there was a lot of tips and tricks that I still carry to this day and there's other things that I've learned myself along the way because I don't really watch... I don't watch much tutorials on YouTube anymore. Nothing about art, nothing about music. I don't try to refine my craft by listening to other people talk or like I mean it's a good thing. It's you know, you don't have to have a college education to get better at what you like. You know, there's a lot of YouTube tutorials on on how to do things. 
and it's just as good if not better than going to school but for the most part no but there's some shit that i figured it out on my own i was like dude i went to school for two years to learn how to do this bullshit when i could have just done this like there's shortcuts to this shit motherfucker like dude fucking i wasn't even wasting my own money i was wasting the state's money jesus christ Yeah, school's relationship. I did have a car once. I had a 96 Honda Civic. Well, that fucking alarm is useless. Um. Let's see. I got sidetracked. I got distracted. But yeah, so I'm just trying to carve out my way in this world, man. I'm not cut out for working a 9 to 5 day job where people are telling me what to do. Like, I don't want to be like a rebel. Like, I don't mind being of service to another person. But honestly, just let me take my time. You know, let me drink my beers, smoke a cigarette, smoke some weed while I'm working. Because, shit, it helps me tolerate the day. So I'd rather be my own boss. Like, I noticed that between comedians, artists, musicians... At least in some case. Um, you can't just work for other people. I I don't see myself working that 9 to 5 construction or warehouse job just to come home, watch TV, you know, maybe give the old bag a stab in, go to sleep, wake up and do it again the next day. Work six days a week on Sunday. Same thing because you're tired. You don't want to do shit. You watch the football game then repeat, rinse and repeat next week and then fucking at 65 you tell me i can retire and not have to work no more and then like all the all the ambition of wanting to do something with my life besides work is just gone nah man i don't i really i really hate it when people compliment me but people have said that i that that i that i'm i got talent and I want to learn how to capitalize on it. I mean, this whole podcasting thing is going to be another endeavor that I take. But it's not my first time. I mean, in, in high school, oh, I really wish I followed through with it. It's just I forgot why I, follow, I, I didn't follow through. I think it just must have been because of time management. I think I started working while I was in high school. But I was actually working on a documentary in high school i had borrowed a camera from an uncle of mine and i made my own this is this is the DIY part of of uncle gypsy but i had made my own diy like fucking release forms because i was interviewing people who were underage at the time just like me i was fucking 16 and i was part of this basically it was like the gay students club for my high school they called it unity club but basically if you were queer and you wanted to come hang out and eat lunch on Tuesdays, come on by and talk. we'll talk some shit. We'll plan some events. And it all led up to what they would call Unity Day. It was basically just pride for high schoolers. And it was a cool club to be a part of because, you know, my friends would bust my balls because I, was, I had a crush on this this other guy who looked like a girl. You know, was, uh, you would call them non-binary. I don't think he's trans because... Last time I checked up on him, he wasn't taking any hormones. And he always preferred the, the pronoun him. So, uh, you know, what's your pronoun? Um, I just crush on him. My friends will bust my balls. Be like, ah, 
gypsy or gay or a fag or whatever. Yeah, I don't care. But when I would come over here, like, I'd be cool with the, the other queers. Some of them I even knew. Some of them I had classes with. I'd be like, hey, what's going on? But anyways, I was working on this documentary, and so I picked up a little bit of um, of production, but I just learned it on my own. Like, I didn't watch no tutorials, and it's not me trying to brag. It's just me because I don't... I can't stand to hear listen to this fucking yak fucking talk to me about file types and control P and all that shit. It's like, show me what I need to do to get what I think to do done. I've always been DIY. I taught myself how to, and again, this is not me bragging. It's just the story of my life. It's just, I taught myself how to play guitar. The only instruments I learned how to play in school were cello, bass, and saxophone. Everything else, guitar, keyboard. I can't play drums, but I can kind of play them. Taught myself. I used to make demos on my phone and shit, and it's like, fucking A, man. So at the end of the day, that's probably what this podcast is just going to be. It's just me soliciting my services. just me putting myself out there and practicing a skill that hopefully I can take it on to under endeavors. That's the subconscious one, but at the at the conscious one, it's just, again, it's me talking to people and hearing their stories and maybe learning a thing or two. Ugh, fuck. By the way. This podcast is going to have a lot of burping and farting and talk about shitting and coming. So if you're not into that type of humor, I don't know what to say to you. You've never had a casual conversation with me in person. Well, no, even then it depends on the person. But when I'm riffing, that's those are the things I go for. Which time are we looking at? Half an hour. Let's say about a third way there. I'm going to fucking wear you guys out, I swear. So yeah, high school. Life. Um. Jails, institutions, death. That's what they call it in NAAA. Which I've been to those programs before. Didn't work. Don't want it to work. It's not for me. But if it works for you and you are rigorously working your program, and it keeps you sober, fucking congrats to you, man. More more, more power to you, dude. It's just I couldn't get into it for the cultiness of this. It's like, this is the reason why I don't go to church. The only church I'm part of is a church of what's happening now. What's happening now? I'm gonna. I actually have a good feeling about this pilot. Um, you know, we're gonna polish off this beer, talk some shit. What am I gonna do later? I'll probably edit this. Cause I was supposed to. I was supposed to have this ready by Tuesday of last week. I think. I don't know what fucking. No, Sunday was when I was supposed to record. And um, to be honest, I fucking passed out knocked out and i set an alarm for me to get up too but i was like i want to go back to sleep i was too tired and too lazy the only reason why i wanted to record so late is because then you don't hear the traffic in the background but fuck it that's the charm of this show you know i just noticed a red background just like a comedy stage or rocky horror or classic theater 
I like it. Red and black. The colors of fascism. Mm. I got a dog. Me and my sister got a dog. Fucking little Shih Tzu Terrier. She's a puppy. She's doing her puppy thing. And my my friend just got some cats. Got some some little kitty cats. Small talk. There's nothing better than small talk. The Alley Cat Podcast. The Alley Cat Podcast brought to you by Gotta Leaf and Steel Reserve 211, which Steel Reserve is not. No one's an actual sponsor here. I don't have any sponsors, but Steel 11. Steel 11. Steel Reserve 211. Dog shit beer, but it gets the job done. It's not even beer. It's technically malt liquor because the uh, ABV percentage is like above five percent or some shit. But <laughs> I call it the. Um, I call it what the fuck do I call it? I call it the uh, the ghetto IPA. Oh, tap customer service. Good. I haven't been on the C or the K line. I would. You know what? That should be an adventure we do today. We get on the C line and the K line. And see where it takes us. Shout out to um, Tap Metro Service for giving me three months free of a uh, bus pass. I don't know if it's only for Long Beach Transit, but that was cool. Oh, that was a good one. Um, I'm trying to test the whistling thing on this. I don't have any clips yet. I don't have any questions. I don't have any voicemails. I mean, what's more to tell? I mean, I like drawing. I like playing my guitar, drinking beer, cracking jokes. If I get lucky, you know, maybe talk to a pretty lady. Um, smoke a little something, something. It's the whole purpose of my ex- my existence as of right now. It's just get up in the morning, find something to do. Hopefully, it's productive or conducive to something that'll make me money. Come home, knock out, rinse and repeat. Ah, shit. My bad. Every time I knock this thing over, um, you know, you know, since I I don't have any kids that I know of, I don't have a wife or even a girlfriend. I mean, I got Manuela, but she hasn't paid attention to me in months. And, um, it all it all s- helps me subscribe to a very nihilist point of view. There is no future. There is only. There's not even now because by the time you process it in your brain, it's like what, like a millisecond of a delay, according to neurobiologists. 
Is that what they call it when they the study of the brain? So that's another thing I like to talk about or like to get on this podcast eventually is talk to some actually smart people. Like like dude, it'd be awesome if if I could one day have like Neil deGrasse Tyson or Fuck, who's another guest I'd like to... Dr. Drew Pinsky. Dude, I'd bust a fat nut if I if I got a chance to talk with them and ask them some of my questions. Because I, I grew up on them. I grew up watching... Um, and I stayed up late watching these shows. Because uh, Nova Science Now on KCET... Um, I think what... Imp- which was late for a fucking second grader... Would, wouldn't play until like two... Not to until like 9 p.m. or 10 p.m. at night, and I would stay up to watch Nova Science Now, and I hate it when it would end. When they would give us that last, I was like, ah, shit, it's over. I was enjoying learning about fucking um about space and and astrophysics and the solar system and shit because. I think maybe before art and music, I think as a child I wanted to be an astronaut. Like, it's one of those cheesy things that that, that boys go through. It's like, I want to be an astronaut, or I want to be a construction worker, or I want to be a race car driver. You know, all the simple three things that your toys, you, you, you know, that, that the careers are associated with the toys that your parents buy you. Um, but I legit wanted to be an astronaut. I loved watching fucking Nova Science Now, especially talking about, you know, astronomy and, and, and fucking the solar system and shit. Like, it'd be cool to visit other planets. Like, fuck Mars, man. I want to visit, like, Venus, Jupiter, Saturn, fucking Pluto. Maybe another, I mean, it doesn't help that I grew up on Star Wars and shit, but that's another story for another time. But, Neil deGrasse Tyson, Dr. Drew Pinsky, because... I think it must have been around middle school. And, um... (laughs) I had this phone. And this was after those type of phones got popular. Must have been 7th or 8th grade. Oh, fuck. I, I can remember that phone. We were living in Compton by Bradfield and, um... And Alondra... And um, it was like this weird type of phone that it was small. It had a, a screen and then it had like the old style like numerical alphabet. It wasn't a QWERTY keyboard. But if you push the side, it was like the ghetto sidekick is what I call it. If you push the side of it, a full QWERTY keyboard would come out and you can type in text. And this is when, during the time when having a unlimited data, talking text was expensive, which wasn't much. It was only like fifty bucks. But I don't know. My mom was paying for it. I was in seventh grade, so she was like, "No, you're getting the thirty dollar plan, which included it was a thousand thousand minutes of calling, thousand texts, and like thirty megabytes of data." Which we'll get into in a second, but that phone had a, if you connected some headphones to it, you could listen to the radio. And that was when Loveline was still on. 
or it was a transition period i think they cut off love line like maybe my eighth or ninth grade year i don't know we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do our research but but anyways um i would listen to dr drew and that was with um it wasn't i think i did listen to a couple episodes with adam carolla but it was with that other dude um with mike catherwood that's what it was with mike catherwood and I think that's probably what got me into podcasting because, I mean, basically podcast is just, it's just a, a radio sh- show, but on the internet. And I would, I would like listening to them just bicker between each other. And, and you know, it's Dr. Drew Pinsky. He's going to fucking give you some medical advice about, like, if you call in, you're like, oh, my dick feels a little weird. He could be like, it could probably be this, that, and the other. Do you do this? Like, he knows it just fucking... He doesn't even have to see you. And that's what I loved about and I respect about Dr. Drew. Then you got Mike Atherwood, who's a comedian, who would make some type of comedy that's related to it. And that, that dynamic between the intellectual and the comedian is something that I very much admire. And it's I feel like it's something that kind of shaped who I am now as a person. And again, this is not me saying I'm the smartest person in the world, but... If I don't have an answer for it, it's not like I'm going to make up an answer. I'm just going to give you my guess estimate based upon what I know. And usually it's about of, about of average than most, not most people, most people my age. Because I do read a lot. My favorite thing to do, apart from drawing and making music and this and the other, I'm just, I can't even relax. To me, my idea of relaxing is like having a drink while I listen to music and I read like Wikipedia at least like I don't really read books as much because I don't have the uh, the space to store them and I hate having to go to the library every two weeks and I just I know it's stupid oh but if you're a hardcore reader you got to have a physical copy of the book and, you know and you got to know the, the actual uh, source reference like no look up on wikipedia i can go down the rabbit hole you know one second i'm reading about like uh fuck i don't know what was my last wikipedia rabbit hole i think i was reading about it's always sunny in philadelphia and by the end of it i think i was reading about like some type of catholic saint from like ireland or something and this is shit I'd like to do. It's like it's it's very much an AD not ADHD. Yeah, it's very much an ADHD type of uh, behavior where I'm reading something and I'm like, I haven't even finished the article, and it's like boom, read something else. So I oh I call myself the um what is it, mediocre at everything but a master at none. yeah that flip phone (laughs) going back to this joke about that flip phone like i said it had um it had 1000 meg and not 1000 megabytes it had 1000 1000 minutes for calling 1000 texts and 30 megabytes of data and this is a time when we didn't i don't think i mean there was wi-fi there was smartphones i just didn't have it this and this phone wouldn't even connect to wi-fi i had to use my own mobile data and I was trying to download music, so I would 
I was downloading music and I was a growing boy. So, of course, I wasn't trying to view porn. I was trying to download it back when, you know, you had to save it. You had to leave something for the, for the, for the stash. So, <laughs> whether I was downloading a song, which was usually like three and a half megabytes... And this is when I was downloading random shit I heard on the radio, like Gautier, someone I used to know, or um, what was the other song I downloaded? Something by Queen. I think it was uh, I Need Somebody to Love or some bullshit. I was like, all right, so there's 3.5 megabytes. It's going to take me about four hours to download because the internet was so slow on this fucking device. Versus the 10.3 megabyte porno. I would download both and I would hate it when I would get a call. Usually it was just my mom. I didn't have that many friends that would call me or text me. Who gave a shit? I still don't. Um, I would hate to get a call. It's like, ah, I spent fucking, what, like, let's say five megabytes trying to download this song or this video. And someone calls me and I can't get that data back. So I would have to try to download them at night. But, I mean, it's just first world kid struggles. But it's just... Makes you look back on those old days. Nowadays, you know, you fucking... Even the Obama phones fucking have, like, fucking... Like, two to fucking three gigs of data that's just, like, there. And they still give you a hotspot and all this bullshit. So it's like... My, how the times have changed. And wait till... Wait till they get... In about ten years. Oh, excuse me. And... That's one argument that I hate hearing from from older generations and not older generations, from older people. And I get it because I find myself saying that boomer shit too. Like, oh, kids these days don't know about back in the day when we used to have to hotwire a car battery to fucking jumpstart our nipples or something. Um, like, no, of course they're not going to know about that because they didn't grow up with that. Now, unless you're someone like me who we were poor, so it was a lot cheaper to buy a VHS tape from the thrift store than it was to buy a DVD. You grow up with vintage technology and things like that. But most kids nowadays, like I look at my nephews, um, and some of my nephews, and I'm like, man, I'm pretty sure you don't even know what a DVR is or or, or audio cassette. And I'll tell you about audio cassettes in a bit. But you don't know about that. And, I mean, I could try to teach it to you, but you're going to be like, what the fuck is this shit? That's why I give grace that that for pot for for people who were poor between let's say 1995 to about maybe 2005 you were poor enough where you could still afford older schooler technology but the newer school technology was still available and that's not even considering all the little gadgets and shit that they try to sell kids in the in the early to late 2000s hashtag shout out to billiam for for if you want to view that type of content i i follow him this is i'm not sponsored by him this is my personal thing because i follow him he does a good review on like fucking tamagotchi pets and shit um oh fuck but yeah dude cassette tapes there is this fucking scam I used to put at pull 
well, scam for myself. I, I, if I was, would have been a little bit smarter and money hungry, I would have used it as a scam. But what I used to do is that the public library will let you lend out CDs for like 35 cents. I don't know if it was for a week or for three weeks, but point is, is that that's how I checked out bands like Nine Inch Nails, Marilyn Manson. I think I checked out a couple of Slipknot CDs. Like if the, yeah, it was a lot of Marilyn Manson though. Like we're talking about Portrait of American Family and Antichrist Superstar. And what I would do is that I had this not boombox. It was a CD player, cassette player, with the radio, and I think it had like maybe no, not Bluetooth. They didn't have Bluetooth. I got it for a Christmas present from an aunt who doesn't know how to shop. Um, but the important thing is, is that it had that cassette player which had a recorder on it. So what I would do is that I would rent out the CD from the library, play it on the a CD player, and while it's playing on the CD player, you can record it on cassette tape. So I would buy, like, a fucking cassette, blank cassette tape from the dollar store, which I'm surprised they still sell those bitches, um, right there in Compton by Long Beach Boulevard and uh, Rosecrans. I think that I think they still might be open, and I think they still might sell those blank cassette tapes. You got up to 90 minutes. And so... I would listen to the fucking CD while it's playing and recording and shit. And after I get both sides of the uh, cassette recorded with all the tracks on there and shit, I take it back to the library and I just have a I would have a, boot, <laughs> a bootleg of a fucking album. I probably shouldn't say it because I'm gonna get a fucking well, most of it was an Interscope, Roadrunner, and I forgot which one was David Bowie's. Uh, record company but those record companies would shut me down luckily i didn't sell them it's just for personal use but i did like see what were the ones i copied it was Marilyn manson i think i had one slipknot david bowie evanescence and nine inch nails so that pretty much sums up my fucking music taste even to this day a lot of industrial rock a lot of industrial period and um That's about it. It's one of the scams I had as a kid. Man, those were the good old days. Mm. But yeah, CDs, cassettes. These kids won't know about it. Right now, all they know about is TikTok and Hulu and Netflix. And I had a, a weird retrospective moment. I think it was, when was it? It was a couple of days ago. Um... We have a, a, a TV. You can't even call them TVs no more. Now there's smart TVs that connect to, the, connect to the internet and shit. But it was still a regular smart TV. But I was flipping through the just the regular channels. And this is where I noticed that the internet, especially with all the streaming services and, and YouTube and all the illegal streaming sites that, you know, end you up on a shady porn site if you don't click the play button right. Um... They spoiled us in the sense that we don't watch as many ads as we used to. Like, even nowadays, like if I'm listening to a podcast, whether it's the advertisement produced by the podcast or the one made by YouTube, I get annoyed by it. And the worst part is, is like you're allowed to skip it after 30 seconds. But you're when you're watching, um, here's an old term, public access, public access television. 
you can't skip the commercials. So while I'm trying to watch reruns of King of Queens and My Name is Earl, like there's going to be commercials for like sciatica medication and have you or a loved one been diagnosed with mesothelioma and you can't skip that shit, dude. You got to sit through it like a prostate exam. So that's where I noticed. It's like, yeah, dude, these modern times have spoiled us. And that's nothing. Remember back in the days when you try to watch some show like on NBC or or fucking some channel and it's a Sunday and it's nothing but infomercials for like jewelry that's probably made out of glass, not even actual emeralds, um, flex tape, uh, what else, power tools and gym equipment, you know? And you're a fucking kid trying to watch fucking, you know, because Saturday morning cartoons are fucked. And the only thing that's playing cartoons on Sunday is Channel 34, but it's Sesame Street dubbed in Spanish. You know, there's not much to fucking watch. And even then, ever since they got, that's, that's when we should have known that everything went, was going to go downhill. When they got rid of Saturday morning cartoons on fucking Channel 5, which is the WB. Like, I remember watching fucking... That's what was my first exposure to things like anime and shit. Fucking, what was popular back in the day? Scooby-Doo, Batman, Brave and the Bold, Yu-Gi-Oh, Sonic, you know? You would fucking get up at 6, 6, start in the morning with your bowl of sugary cereal... And I used to watch the the worst part is this is where I realized sexism is real is that they used to play the girls cartoon shows before the boys. So between six and seven o'clock, you'd be watching like the Winx Club and Totally Spies and shit like that, which is fine. I was always down for that. I'd be like, damn, maybe that explains my taste in women. You know, I didn't see gendered shows. It's a, I mean, as long as it was no Bratz, they had the animated Bratz. That was one was kind of cool too. Basically, as it wasn't, as long as it wasn't Dora the Explorer, I didn't give a shit what kind of cartoon it was. I mean, I had an uncle. Yeah, I'm going a little bit of a tangent real quick because this this story is actually pretty funny. I had an uncle. This guy's a carpenter who worked for the union, and he worked for the Carpenters Union of Kaiser Permanente. I'm not going to say his name because I don't want to put him on blast. You know who I'm talking about, Theo Rudy. Um, and we would watch. Uh, Cartoons are, you know, he would flip between the football games and, and the old Western movies. So I can watch cartoons, you know, usually it's like Billy and Mandy. Scooby-Doo was always my favorite. Um, shit like that. But the one that always surprised me is that he liked watching Totally Spies with me, which if you don't know what Totally Spies is, it's a French produced anime style cartoon that stars these three girls that live like in Malibu or Beverly Hills or some bullshit in California. You know, you, you know, you got the redhead, the blonde, and then like I want to say she's mixed or black. The 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 brown one with the black hair. She was uh, racially ambiguous. And they were part of like this spy organization. So by day they're driving fucking Bentleys and going to Sephora and you know, living the bachelorette lifestyle, you know, sex in the city and shit during the day. But by night, this French guy would be like, all right, we need you guys to go fucking stop a, a jewelry heist. 
you know, um, you know, Sailor Moon type of style. They transform into these spies and shit. And it always surprised me. My uncle would be like, oh, look, the girls are on. The girls are on. I'm like, and we'd watch them together. And like I said, this guy's a carpenter. He's a hunter. He's a he's a he's a real man's man, you know. He did his own submit, but the second Totally Spies is on, he's like, dude, it's all over. Let's fucking watch this shit. So, but yeah, Saturday morning cartoons when when they got canceled, they got canceled. Listen here, you've heard it here exclusively from the Alley Cat podcast. Even though this news is like ten years too late, Saturday morning cartoons. That been canceled. Um. But yeah, Saturday morning cartoons. That's when it all went to shit. Like, I forgot who I was having this conversation with, and this is just because I'm on a nostalgic run. I that's what happens when I. This is probably what my third beer because I had two when I was working on the on the mural, and this is the one to fucking just top me off for the night. Then I'll just go rock a piss, maybe crank one out, put on a podcast and go to sleep. But, um, ah, fuck, what was I talking about? Nostalgia, nostalgia. Like, I remember when Netflix used to just do movie rentals through the mail. Like, they would send you actual physical copies of the thing that you're trying to watch. And as long as you're paying subscription... Um, they would keep sending you things. You can hold on to as long as you want. And then Gamefly started getting in on that. And now Netflix, rise and fall. They gave the upper hand and almost a monopoly on all content that was streamed. And now, for all the shit they used to get for premium, is now only in your is now only in your basic uh, streaming service, like. Nah, bro, you can fuck right off. Fuck, I have to pee. We'll be right back after I take a piss. Fifty-nine, fifty-nine minutes. Another half hour of you guys dealing with my bullshit. Not dealing with it. Actually listening to the things that I have to say. I hope that you know. Maybe I can get you guys to laugh. Maybe remember something from the past. Let me scroll through my phone real quick and see if there's anything else I could talk about. 
I'm just gonna let Andrew know that I'm recording. That way he doesn't worry. Guerrero family? Since when is there Wi-Fi around here? He's another guy I want to have on the pod. <coughs> oh, excuse me. I don't want to say too much because I don't want to put his business out there, especially because I've already said his name. Um, he's actually a guy that I met at um, at uh, Hollywood Pride. I think it was last year, I think. That was the first Pride I went to. And I was like, dude, if, if this is going to be the first Pride I go to, since I couldn't make it to San Francisco because I didn't have any money and I couldn't, I didn't, I couldn't make it. Point is, I didn't have any money. I didn't have a ride. Whatever. I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go to this, the next gay mecca there is out there, and that's that's North Hollywood." So, you know, no, don't tell me Milo's trying to fucking sing. Um, no, it's not Milo. It's someone else. Um. I go down to Hollywood. I buy myself a fucking bottle. I, no, I buy myself a uh, fucking Illusion IPA. I got myself a nice little bottle of um of Jim Bean, and I just walk around enjoying the fucking parade. You know, hanging out with other queers. That's how we're on this. And I'll tell you why I say fellow queers, but. You know, walking around, drinking my beer, taking pictures of people. Fucking, I met up with some punks that were cringy as fuck, but I was drunk, so I fucking joined them. I don't give a shit. Um, you know, looking at all the hot traps out there and shit. It was a good time. It was a good time up until the fucking, the, the, the pup play guy showed up. And I was like, you know what? <sighs> Yeah, papa. Listen, I'm not here to kink shame or anything, but pup playing furries, not my thing. I get it. Safe, sane, and consensual. Go for it. But fucking I think I think that one of the guys from ICP I forgot his name, but one of them fucking his his daughter's a furry. And there was this whole video where they were like trying to educate people on what furryism is, and that shit made me fucking laugh. He spent legit a thousand dollars on a furry costume. It's like, dude, if I was a parent, it's like me fucking spending a thousand dollars on my kid's fucking uh, lingerie outfit. Like, <sighs> oh, I can't get the idea out of my head. But it was, it was a good. I don't know if it was a bit or if it was serious, but it was fucking funny. Anyways, Pride was the shit, and that's how I met my friend Andrew. And he lives up in, uh, he lives far away. I'm not going to say what city he lives in because it's going to burn him out. But let's just say my, I have an ex-girlfriend of mine that used to live up in Sun Valley. He's even further than that. And I'm in Long Beach, so. But he's my boy. I love it. I love him. I love hanging out with him. Fuck, I don't even want to know if I want to say he's trans. But he is trans. He's a trans dude. And. It fucks me up because 
sometimes I want to crack a joke about a dick or something, and then I have to like stop myself and be like, "Oh right, he <laughs> he doesn't have one. He doesn't have it yet." So, and I don't want to offend him. I do the same thing with trans women, but that's where my brain kind of switches. It's like, "Hey, you're a trans dude. You're a dude to me. You're a trans woman. You're a woman to me." Like I'm, I'm gonna treat you the same way I treat men and women. Now, if you get offended by the way I talk, then then I'm sorry. Educate me. If not, there's a part of me that says like, oh, then you need to be offended or you deserve to be offended or whatever. But that's my inner Marilyn Manson, Corey Taylor coming out. Whatever. <sighs> Love the queers. Especially me because... Or not especially me. But I say that because... And we'll, we'll fucking end this on a deep note. I always knew that I was different in the sense that I never liked playing the games with the boys. I never liked playing football or soccer. I never liked sports things. You know, I was always a smarty art fool. But it wasn't until ninth grade that I was in a classroom. And there was this girl that I saw in the corner. She had green hair. And I tell the guy next to me, I was like, hey, who's that? And they're like, oh, that's so-and-so. Like, I'm assuming they knew this person from middle school. They knew that this was their style. And they said it was a dude's name. I'm not going to say this person's name for to, to protect the innocent. And I was like, oh, shit, that's a dude? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, fuck it. I mean, I already had a crush on Jeffrey Star in eighth grade, so what the fuck is the point anymore? And um, I was semi-open about being bisexual in high school. I was, I just never expressed it. There was this guy that had a crush on me and asked me out, but was not my type. Um, it wasn't really until, like, in college and a little bit after that I was just fully embraced the pansexual lifestyle, man. Like, I mean, if it walks like a duck, talks like a duck, it's a fucking duck, you know? Now, if it appears, if it turns out to be a goose, I ain't tripping. So... Yeah, I just, I mean, I've had a little bit of everybody under my belt. Cisgendered, non-cisgendered men and women. Just a story to tell. And that's going to be another story for another time. But yeah, dude, we're fucking, we're here, we're clear, we're drinking beers, taking steers, and I think I got to clear my camera. Oh, that just made it worse. Yeah, fuck it. No, it's too dark. Yeah, fuck it. There we go. So, let's see. 109. That's not too bad. But yeah, this episode I, I feel like I'm already satisfied with. I'm probably going to listen to it one more time over. And if not, well, fuck it. We're still putting it out there. No filters. No bullshit. This is the alley cat coming to you straight from the alley cat, from the gutters, some of the trenches. You know, we're not no fucking high production here. Hopefully soon, that'd be nice. I used to get a producer so I know where my camera fucking angle is right, because that's the thing I was struggling with earlier. But yeah, pride was fine. 
I'm hoping to go this year too. I want to take my my goddaughter, who shall remain nameless again, my goddaughter. But I've already talked about it with her mother. It doesn't sound like a good idea, so we'll leave it at that. <laughs> That's funny. Me saying goddaughter. I'm not even Catholic. All I did was my first communion. I never, I never got confirmed. So even if I don't get married, I'm still gonna burn in hell. Um. Shine that. No, no, I'm gonna get a copyright strike from a uh, Theo Vaughn. But yeah, I mean, um, so not time to promote. Still 108. See, that's my my blind. That's another story I could talk about is my fucking, uh, my vision, my really poor vision. So, and I think, let me tell you what I got going on, then I'll tell you my theory behind it. So, I have 10-20 vision without corrective lenses on my left eye, which means that I need bifocals in order to see, which is why you see these fucking Coke bottle pieces of glass that are stuck to my face. Um, and there's a cataract in my right eye that leaves me completely blind for the most part. I mean, I can kind of see a little bit of light, a little bit of dark. I could see a little bit of a hue, but not, wait, no, a little bit of pigment, but not hue. So if you shine a red or a blue light in, in my eye, I can kind of notice it, but I won't be able to tell if it's a bright or a light, if it's pink or something. It's very, very rudimentary light that's coming into that right eye so i wear the glasses that i got astigmatism glaucoma which worked out for me because when i turned 18 and we became a, a legal state i think we became a legal state when i turned like 16 17 but since basically i wasn't dying of cancer and i wasn't about to get a an actual prescription from my ocular specialist i was just gonna wait until i turned 18 and so i went to one of those weed doctors here in, in glendora and, uh, you know, with the second he heard that I have glaucoma and cataracts, he's like, you got it. I paid fucking, how much did I pay? I think I paid 45 bucks at the time. 45 bucks for my fucking medical marijuana uh, license for one whole year. And some places even accepted it after it expired. So it, it was worth more its value in, in, in gold. And um, so that's what I got going for my vision and... Why the fuck did I bring this up in the first place? I don't fucking know. All I know is I'm fucking blind in one eye. I can't see on the one-eyed gypsy, one-eyed willy, one-eyed gypsy, whatever you want to call it. Um. But yeah, fucking seeing out of one eye. It's kind of cool though. I wish I could because the lighting here isn't that good but if you look at my right eye it's white in the middle and then kind of blue around the brownish parts which is would be considered the not the iris i think the iris yeah um it's kind of blue so that's my fucking pickup line like oh yeah i got a blue eye and a brown eye i could be a husky let me keep you warm in the winter it's one of my cheesy ass pickup lines but fucking a
Oh, fuck. I'm getting tired. Pinche hueva. Know what I'm saying? But no, hopefully by by the next episode, I have a guest instead of just me rambling like an idiot. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I guess just close this off, man. Because I still got to fucking edit this shit. And definitely this is not a show for children, so you two don't ask me for that. Uh, friends and family know that I'm going to be very raw and very sincere in what I say. Um, I mean... Follow me on Instagram. My um, my Instagram handle is at underscore it's sorry at it's underscore gypsy. Uh, you can find me on like almost any social media platform at Halva. If you have any questions that you would like to be answered here on the podcast, if you want me to give you bad advice, go ahead and send those questions to the Alley Cat Podcast at gmail.com. Go ahead and make sure the subject is Q&A. Uh, if you want to leave voicemails, go ahead and call 310-629-7766. And um, I think that's all i got to plug. I just hope you all stay safe. Uh, stay warm and dry now that it's cold and wet. And make sure to take care of the alley cats, man. And, you know, when you take care of uh, St. Lazarus... The vagabundos de todo el mundo. God will take care of you, I guess. And that's coming from an agnostic, but we'll talk about religion another time. Alright, this is fucking Gypsy. Signing off. Uh, I guess fuck off. Bye.